Okay, we're recording. Oh my god, I feel disgusting. <laughs> I ate a burrito, but it was like at a real Mexican place, not like Chipotle, and it was probably the size of my body. And I <laughs> just, but I was so hungry because I didn't eat breakfast, so I just like slammed it into my system, and I feel terrible. So let's get this girl over with. What do we got? 15 minutes. <laughs> okay, we need to control your swing. Do you know how long it takes me? It takes me freaking triple the time to edit because I got to go in and cut all her swearing. Anyways, hey everybody, welcome back. It's a new week. It's a fresh start always. Um, This is my only sister. You didn't ask for us to talk, but we're, we're still talking. We're still talking every week. <laughs> we do no promotion throughout the whole week and then we just release a new episode. Surprise! Also, she said we're feeling fresh, but Mila, just to clarify, Mila is super hungover right now. So if this is uh, if this episode is not fresh, it's let's not play fresh. Mila and the burrito, the two foot long burrito. I ate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my name is Mila, and just before this, I was drinking a glass of water. <laughs> um, if I, I, you know, when you like gets caught in your like throat. Okay. Well, yeah. it got caught in my throat, and I spit the water. <laughs> literally a kilometer across the living room like i choked oh my I choked god and, it went, and, and i coughed so hard um because the water was this like this is just your cover-up for yeah. you throwing up in the living room no, no, you're like yeah no. i just threw up in the living room really hung over our mom hates when we're hung over one time i don't think i've told this story on the on the podcast before but mila was hung over and we're all sitting in the kitchen and we're just like annoyed with her because she's annoying when she's drunk. And I'm pretty sure we had to pick her up the night before or something. And she like left her boyfriend at the club. Like it was just like ridiculous. And then she walks downstairs, doesn't say hi to anyone, is like mad at all of us, throws up in front of us in the kitchen sink, in the, in the washes kitchen. it down, just like washes down a little water, walks back up to her room and goes back to sleep. And me and my mom were like, oh my God. <laughs> So my name is Caitlin and I used to lock my, when I lived in Calgary and had the car that Mila got stolen, different story, but I used to lock myself out of that car so often, like I leave my keys in there um, so often that the AMA guy had to get called like maybe once every two weeks and we developed like a really good friendship. And honestly, if I saw him around, I would buy him a coffee. You, you wouldn't be opposed to raising your hand in the air for a little wave. You know. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> More than that. If he was in Starbucks, I'd say, come here, Kevin. Let me buy you a coffee. Get over here, bud. Let's give her shit. A couple coffees. Maybe I'll lock myself out of my car for shits and gigs. Just on back. purpose. Time, yeah. Does Kevin still work there? Send him over. Oh, my He'll God. <laughs> Sorry, so guys. today's episode despite the beginning which isn't a complete mess which we both sound like we don't have our shit together which we don't we don't we're gonna be talking about how we went from pieces of poo to a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more enlightened so we're gonna be talking about our self-help journeys our journey development self-help light a candle ladies if you have a candle near you light it light set it. your intentions Set your oh intentions God. for today. Yes. Oh Gorgeous. I just showed stunning. her my candle. It's a beeswax candle. Um, oh, it cost $36. So I, I don't know why I bought it, but it was an impulse millennial purchase and I'm never going to own a house. So <laughs> got to buy candles. You know what I mean? Um, so the first thing that I learned, because in second year university, I was an absolute 
mess slash unhappy person and I just didn't like my life. And when I graduated, um, or no, when I actually went on exchange, when I went to exchange to Barcelona, just kidding, I, went to my, I went to Manchester, England. I refused to go anywhere that didn't Wait. speak English because like, I just can't. So I went to Manchester. What the, what the <laughs> That's my exchange persona. Let me get into it. So I went on exchange and um, I think going to like Queens where I went, I didn't feel very in control of my situation. Like I kind of just went there because like my boyfriend was going there and other people I knew went there and I like didn't like my situation, but then didn't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Manchester, I won an exchange and I was completely alone. Oh my God, poor me. Oh my God. You and are the definition of the white bitch who's like, exchange changed me. me. Studying abroad okay, so changed exchange you. didn't change me, but this one thing did. I realized on the plane right there that I was like, if I don't make the best out of the situation, I'm just going to be an unhappy bitch. But instead of being an unhappy bitch, or I'm going to stop swearing, be in <laughs> Kingston, I'm going to just be unhappy in England and like what's the point so I just decided like literally on the plane I was like okay I'm in charge of my own happiness and my reaction and I can make whatever I want out of the situation it can be really crappy or it can be really good and I ended up having like the best six months you know exchange Ibiza Ibiza Portugal (laughs) you know how it is but I ended up having the best time because like I just decided I was going to have a good time and therefore I didn't let little things like set me back or like spiral me out of control because before I let my feelings control my entire life. Like I would mm-hmm. be like, oh, this person made me feel bad and therefore I have the right to like be sad about everything. Yeah. But there I was like, whatever, this person hurt my feelings, moving on. Like, Yeah. Keep water care. off the duck's back. Let's go. Keep on then, rolling, it, rolling. Exactly. And then I just like, kind of carried that throughout like the rest literally I think I was like 20 and I mm-hmm. basically took that through to like where I am now it's and fantastic. I think if I hadn't have done that I would be like the most miserable pe- person to be around because you kind of just blame everyone else for your yeah. issues before you have that like mentality switch a yeah. lot of people are just born thinking that way I was not mm-hmm. unfortunately but the main mm-hmm. thing is like reactions and your own happiness like yes. you control it you truly do. Nobody I mean, else. There are, there are situations where like you really can't force yourself to be happy, but yeah. in life overall in general, I feel mm-hmm. like that was like my biggest turning point in terms of like my own happiness. And like, how you react, how you react to like difficulties or challenges. Like a hundred percent. It's not someone else's fault. It's yeah. like, okay, what, it, what was my, like it happened. Let, yeah. Let's move forward. Let's move on. Yeah. Like, I love that. I look that. like Megamind right now because I have the camera <laughs> angled face completely down. It's terrifying. I, I'm, I'm recording this podcast in fear right now. <laughs> yeah. Literally, Mila was like trying to talk to me about her night before and I was like, Mila, can you just start recording? I, yeah, I have 15 she, I was telling her a story and she literally cut me nap. off. Yeah, she cut me off. She's like, okay, no, we're, uh, we're recording. Um, I think recording. for me, a big thing that like really pushed me forward and like helped me mature so much. And like, I just feel like I have a better outlook is I, this past summer learned how to be like completely alone. Um, Like I lived in an, an cute little apartment in Vancouver and like I was alone. Like I spent a lot of my time by myself, but it was so amazing. Like it was hard in the beginning, but like it was so amazing to like, learn to love to spend time with like just you and not needing like outside influences to like entertain you. You just it needed was- 18 episodes of Modern Family. <laughs> 
<laughs> I needed all the seasons of that Selling Sunset. That's but it's actually true. You spent so much time alone this summer. I did, like, and more... I loved it. Yeah, oh, you my... did. Like go, my little going on my little walks, like cooking by myself. Like I don't know. I just felt like I was the main character. It was. Like- <laughs> I am the main. Well, I think before you, you like had a lot of people around you that could like Always. entertain you twenty four seven. So you didn't yeah. really have to like feel like whether that was like mom or me or your yeah. ex or yeah. like we all kind of were just like doing dumb things and it would entertain exactly. you. And I loved Whereas it. Last summer you were like, okay, I'm living alone. I'm going to make a little routine for myself. Mm-hmm. You had your little latte machine. Yeah. And like, oh my God. I was did your ugh. little thing. And honestly, that's huge because I feel like if you can't learn to be alone, mm-hmm. like you can't really enjoy your life because yeah. and then it, every it, yeah. time you're alone, you yeah. feel like uncomfortable and you have, yeah, to, exactly. like, you have to fill your life up with something. And then you're you're going to be scared to take risks. Like you're going to be scared to because like, oh, what if I end up alone? Or, oh, like, do you know what I mean? What if everything falls apart and I'm alone? But it's like, no, being alone is really cool. I had the best, like I was living. And now I love to just chill by myself. I love my own company. Just, yeah. you know, I mean, great. I think we learned that from our mom who literally has been yes. single basically for what, 15 years, Oh, she's maybe living. more. And she's just like, I have my own life. I like to do what I like to do. And yes. I don't need anyone in there that like, <laughs> I, I mean, she, she's a little extreme, but I think it's amazing. Independent. Because, it's amazing. Well, and she also has her little routines that she yes. loves and they're little everyday things. Like every morning she has a coffee and oatmeal mm-hmm. at the same time and she reads the newspaper and that's mm-hmm. like her favorite part of the day. Yeah. And that's her own little alone routine. Yeah, I, yeah. She purposely wakes up early so that like we can't bother her yeah. when she's doing that. I think also when you're like learning to like, whether it be living alone or just like finding your own space individual space like you learn to appreciate small things like that like my weird little coffee machine I loved my I would like go to the like there was a bookstore near my house I don't know there's just there's so many things that you just kind of notice life around you you more. just notice things it's the year of like <laughs> realizing, year of realizing things. things but seriously um, <laughs> highly recommend I th- highly recommend <laughs> Like time alone, I think like we have another point here that's time alone for creativity. Like I don't mm-hmm. really think you can be like fully creative and this doesn't mean you have to spend all your time alone, but if you don't have a little bit of alone time, yeah, like realize, just realize things, realize things. what you like to do and what yeah. you enjoy. I think it's pretty hard to do that when you're like constantly trying to surround yourself with people or like things or activities. Yeah. Um. And then my next point is probably like kind of off topic, but I think it relates back to everything is just like general self-care has been like the biggest thing for me. Like I think Mm -hmm. before I'd kind of lived my life on autopilot Mm -hmm. and I got like, would get like really unhealthy and then healthy and really unhealthy and healthy and unhealthy as in like, I would just stress myself out so much and like not take care of myself mm-hmm. and like go out drinking, eat out every night. Like I just didn't care. I feel and like I would get like eczema and my hair would like thin and like yeah. I would get like skinny, but like not in a good way. Like just uh-huh. not taking care of yourself way yeah. where you lose all your muscle mass. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel I, like I'm in that rut right now. I need to like get my, I mean, that's okay to get into, but I think yeah. what I was, I was reading this book and it was on a Brene Brown uh, um, podcast and it, I mentioned it last time and it's called the body is not an apology and there's this chapter called your radical self-love toolkit and literally the first thing it says is you are not a car and like their point she's making is like 
Um, there's some dif- differences between you, your body and a car and the primary one being that you can wake up and find your car won't start and you can just go and buy another car. Whereas like Ooh. if you're not maintaining your body and you're Ooh. not doing what you need to do, you can't just wake up and go get a different body or go oh. get like a different... Yeah, Shit, like you have to slaps hard. I know. I was like, woke. Um, <laughs> and like you have to basically take care of yourself. And if you, our mom has always said this, like if you mm-hmm. don't take care of yourself, it you can't like live your life. Like nothing yeah. else will kind of like come into play if that's the way you're. Yeah. So I feel like there's another book that like it's called My Grandmother's Hands and it just gives you a list of things that you can do for yourself. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, I don't do it any of those <laughs> like it has like 40 things and it was like you should get a massage once a month if you can like you should what was another thing take long walks go dancing mm-hmm. often nightmare I'm not doing that um <laughs> like it just gives you like a whole list of things and I was like oh for like my entire life you're just not taught how to do self-care yeah. at all no you're just thrown into the rat race you're just a little rat running around doing little rats doing meaningless tasks until you become a you tired die. rat, tired, tired rat, and then everything goes. You to have darkness. kids, get a house, and die. Crying. <laughs> 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 um, another one for me was that I've like actually I'm like living this right now. Is like my bag of mine face. Um, no, no, no. It's I just was about to. It was a subtle flex because I was like, but I didn't mean it to be because I'm I'm living this right now. And then the point is, achievement and success doesn't mean you'll be happy. You're like, sorry, sorry to flex on you, hoes, but no, no, no. But I just, it, um, for me, it was like my outlook was like, okay, if I get a job, if I secure like a job after graduation, then I'll be happy then I'll be way less stressed. Then everything will come together and I will be so happy and calm, whatever. Gets a job, nothing changes. Like, oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I aspire to get reach this goal. And then once you reach it, literally nothing changes. Like you cannot base your happiness on, on achieving goals or you can't have the attitude that's like, I'll be happy when I accomplish blank like whatever it may be yeah Um, it's like you attach your identity and self-worth and happiness to something outside of yourself yes exactly that you could lose or that could change or and that could be like a person that could be Uh like a career choice a job a hobby even if you get really into knitting or something like (laughs) I literally don't have a hobby that's going to be my downfall I have nothing I can do but I agree with you I think that's like the main source of like like problems that we Mm -hmm. have in our like millennial gen z kind of group is we tend to place and actually baby boomers and stuff are even worse for it but Mm -hmm. i think it's like we all place our value on something else outside of ourselves and then we strip everything back it's like oh you're just left with this like person and you have to you have to kind of build to the point where you think you're valuable just in mm-hmm. being yourself because yeah. like you are. There's inherent yeah. value in every single person exactly. and you're not more important if you're Jeff Bezos. Like Exactly. Exactly. I it's mean, honestly, important. he might be our ruler. But oh, God. I don't want to even lizard ruler. go there. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> like, But it is still important to like set goals, obviously. But don't don't base your being and your happiness on if you achieve those goals or not. Yeah. And I think comparison is another one that comes into play there. Like I always will like 
compare myself like, oh, I'm 25. Am I behind? Am I like not behind? And then I'm like, no, I'm in front of people. Okay, I'm doing yeah. fine. And then I'm like, oh yeah. shit, no, I'm behind. People are catching uh-huh. up. Like, yeah, there, that doesn't exist. It's not a fucking thing. Everybody's, no. sorry, it's not an effing <laughs> thing. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's just going at their own pace, doing what they can. Yeah. And like some people might seem way farther ahead because they have a career, they're getting paid more than you, blah, 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 blah. But like they might also just like hate their job and like yeah. not be happy. And they want to be and, in like your position where you yeah. know what you want. Like, exactly. And Harrison is the thief of joy, my dudes. <laughs> okay. Everybody blooms. <laughs> At their Everybody own just days. blooms when they need to at different <laughs> times. Um, and then on that note of comparison, I think like this is something that we both think mm-hmm. like gossiping is really fun. Gossiping mm-hmm. can be like a bonding activity. What's However, the tea? <laughs> spill the fucking tea, bitches. But if you judge others, that's a you problem. Like yes. if you're super judgmental about someone doing this specific thing. Yes. Like that is a you, like there's something in that, that is a reflection back on you that bothers you about yourself. Mm -hmm. I actually believe that. I think like a look in the mirror, especially when you're gossiping, like there's a difference between being like, oh, this person factually is this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then like spouting some, some words. Someone or analyzing their life and being like, Mm -hmm. I don't like that. It's like, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Who are you, bitch? Yeah, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? You can judge yourself. I mean, not that we all don't do it. Oh, but I yeah. Think it becomes just the awareness of when you're yes, doing it. Exactly. Being I like, yeah. Mm, is this a me problem? Like, exactly. Is this that really bothers me. Whenever like, I find myself judging, I, after like, because you were the one that was, that told me about like, oh, if you are judging people, like, that's a reflection on you. Now I just, it's a nice little reminder in the back of my brain. So hopefully, you all can have that reminder too. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I still end up like in my head judging people all the time, but you'll yeah. find that you like catch yourself and you're like, oh yes. no, what actually bothers you about that? Like, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's kind of where I'm hoping to get to is when my brain will like do something and then I'm able to be like, nope, just kidding. Yeah. Let's and I bring think, that back. Yeah. Like the reason why I've been able to implement any of this, I mean, the podcast that I listened to that got me started on this that my friend showed me, her name is, um, Carol Lowenthal and her podcast is Unfuck Your Brain and it's right. thought work. Right. So like you can know all of this stuff, but it's really hard to implement if you don't mm-hmm. have like a way to do it. And her podcast basically just like teaches you concepts on like how to change the way your brain thinks. That's mm-hmm. where that lizard brain thing came up where you were like, <laughs> what is a, li-? like, do not say lizard right. brain. You're yeah. so annoying. <laughs> That's like a concept of thought work being like your brain is going to do things without you realizing it's doing it. Yeah. And you can have a second voice basically in your brain that is able to catch that as it's going i think that's great maybe that's um we should like dive deeper into that on a separate no (laughs) (laughs) no i'm good thank you though thanks so much thank you thank you yeah Um, so that's it that's the only ways we've been able to progress in our lives that's it that's all we're not that evolved What do you guys we, do for self-help? Tell us. Yeah, we need tell help. Tell us. Send us a DM. Oh, also, also, friends you hang out with. The <gasps> friends you yes. hang out with are so fucking important. Yes. Who you surround yourself with is a reflection of yourself. So make sure it's good people. And also pay attention to, you know, who's there to 
celebrate your highest highs and who's there to celebrate your lowest lows you know who's celebrate like, your lowest lows <laughs> celebrate well i mean you know be there, be there for be you there. I, know. <laughs> I think the more important thing is like everybody's you have a lot of friends that are probably willing to be there for you when you're low but like yeah i think with girls sometimes like there's some people that like are not there to celebrate your no like highs nope and i think at this point like being a girl that's what you have to focus on you want to yes. group of girlfriends yes. or guy friends that are able to celebrate you doing yes. really well doing without, well and killing it and like sometimes i'll still get that like when my friend gets something that i really want mm-hmm. you still feel that like oh of course like but oh, you have shit. to but, override it but literally you're just like whatever i'm yeah. still super happy for exactly. them even though i feel this way i'm still like super stoked whereas a lot of people won't get well, past that exactly so and try- i mean i think i used to be that person <laughs> <laughs> like when i was in like first year university but i think you just grow out You've of it a grown. little bit you're not like that at all um you're very supportive of everything every all your close friends do. on that note what i say congrats to mila congrats to mila for getting a cute little job oh my god i'm like such a little corporate lady <laughs> yeah you're just a corporate girl now ah! yeah she got a job in toronto she, oh my they god. just follow my footsteps stupid little siblings you know how they are <laughs> just kidding Mila got like a way better job out of undergrad than I did. I'm like classic her following my footsteps. <laughs> Anyways, oh, well, that's it for that episode. Bye. Yep. I love that. Bye. Love Give you. Give us your self help so solutions. Love. Um, <laughs> how do I stop, stop the recording? recording? <laughs>